is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark movies. And I'm Brennan, and I am uh, in them. And this <laughs> is, is the Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, always special uh, when our boy Brandon Elliott joins us here on the pod. Just feels Is right. Is this not three or four times he's been on now? It's a bunch. You, yeah. You're you're up the there, fourth Brandon. Fourth time, I think, boys. Yeah, I think so. Man, fourth time. I mean, he's up there in the pantheon. I mean, like, there's I not. I always say when you guys call, I always tell that to Brandon. I make I I'll move mountains. I'll come on no 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 matter what. I so, mean, God move bless mountains. You. This guy, what a thing. And I was under the impression that was only God. But, but no, Brennan well, can do my, it as my well. Are only about this <laughs> That's right. They're little mountains. <laughs> it's they literally mountains. just getting out of bed. Uh, but <laughs> but but I can do it. I can do it. Uh, Brandon, it's great to see you, buddy. It was really good to see you at Christmas Con to finally give you a hug in person. That meant so Dude, much. It was so awesome to see you guys in, in the flesh. And and uh, Panda was there. Obviously, he's not there today with you boys. But to see you three guys, I mean, it's almost it's 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 it was surreal because it's like you guys are these like podcast legends that we've obviously crossed paths via this medium and to see you in person was just uh, it was really cool man i, I thoroughly enjoyed it i said it was this. Like seeing somebody in the midst of all that chaos and craziness that you you know yeah. we hadn't met yet because all the, everybody else i don't even know them right yeah. you know well we i said this on the pod i think this week but Brennan's amazing when we interview him he's even somehow nicer in person oh, like you're just the oh. kindest dude i mean like just it, it had all the time in the world for us, and we really appreciate that, man. It was cool to meet you. He's also my kind of guy because I texted him to say, "Hey, if you want to get together afterwards, here's where we're going." And you're like, oh, I'm, at, "I'm eating sushi. I'd much rather be eating pizza." And that's my kind of guy. <laughs> Dude, we all went back to the hotel, and we were there's only one restaurant in the hotel, and it's the sushi joint. Which I actually I I got food poisoning on the Thursday when I got there. Oh, oh no, trepidatious. And uh, me and Eric Mavius, and I can't remember who else was there. I think it was Ashley. Williams, we were just kind of, you know, having a cold one and a couple bevies and some food, and it was just nice to de- decompress. And I hadn't heard from you yet when you called. We had already ordered. So, but I mean, trust me, I'd rather go have some per- some wings and pizza and a beer and call that. <laughs> that would have right. been a whole lot more uh, food-wise enjoyable for sure. <laughs> was, uh, had you done, was that your first Christmas con or had you done the first one? Never been to one in my yeah. life. That was my first con, period. What was, what was it like for you? Was it a, a weird thing? I, I feel like also a weird thing, like, after a year and a half of COVID stuff and not being around that many people, that was one one side of it. But then the other side of it is just people really love you and they can't wait to meet you. And that's like, I, I don't, I haven't done anything. Like, why do you want to meet me? So what yeah. was it like for you? You know, for me, it's, you, you know, you, I mean, it was really great. I, I went in a little skeptical because I hadn't done one. I thought, okay. And I mean, I talked to Lacey and some other friends of mine that have done a million of them. And they said, it's really great. It's what I loved about it was actually, you know, you know, the fans, whether they love or hate the movie or love or hate your performance or whatever, they're very vocal, but it's also through social media. So you don't get a chance to meet them in person and getting a chance to meet fans and see how much maybe a project you did or a movie or a character really touched them was really, it makes you feel like you're not doing this. It's it, it what you're doing is having some good in the world. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that made me feel pretty special to know that there's people going through, whether it's, you know, an illness or divorce, or maybe it's just, they, they need a break and you, you flip on a movie I'm in or a TV show or something. And they, I mean, there's a lot of people that talked about a lot of stuff that wasn't Hallmark. That was stuff that I'd done. And it was kind of nice, but there was a lot of Hallmark fans and, uh, and, uh, 
yeah, it was humbling, but at the same time, you, you walk away going, wow, you know, maybe maybe all that hard work paid off on some small level with somebody, and it was it was special. I was going to ask you, what was the, and I, how about give me a Hallmark answer and a non-Hallmark answer. What was the sure. thing the fans mentioned most, like the movie or the TV show they mentioned most uh, with you? I mean, I, all of my heart tends to be the one we get a lot when people talk. Yeah, all of my heart. You know, anything, you know, a lot of stuff with Lacey and I because we've done the most. We've done nine films together. Um, and she's, you know, I mean, one of my best friends in the world and love her to death. So, um, we really established a real friendship and a, and a working relationship that people appreciate and, and hope to do more of that. Um, and, and people talked about that and just the diversity of roles I've played. They found that that was kind of interesting that there were so many different parts that whether it was even from the look and the, just the, you know, such the, the diversity that I, I, I take pride in. But, um, yeah, I think that more than anything, I mean, you know, Lacey wasn't there. Obviously, she had a, obviously her sister passed, which isn't any secret. People know that. And so she was obviously going through the, that family process. And so um, I called her and told her the fans were asking about her, and that kind of lifted her spirits a little bit, which was kind of nice to be a part of that. But, yeah, I think that. And then a non-Hallmark answer is, you know, they talk about, you know, stuff, other series I had done, Unreal or Night of the Museum or just other projects that, uh, I had a, I had a couple that flew from London. Oh wow! England, not Ontario, but <laughs> London, uh, England, just to 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 meet me. And then they come up and they pay their whatever it is, and you have a photo, and then they they leave. And I thought, and I mean, you know me, I'm pretty much, I'm just genuine, honest guy. I like to think of myself as just tell the truth. And she's these. They came up and they were like we came in from London to see you and everything else. And I just went, why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yep. like holy cow, you know, but. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, it just was nice to meet people that, I mean, these people are fervent, as you well know. I mean, these people, uh, you meet fans watching Hallmark 24 hours a day. Yeah. You know? Um, and so it was, it was cool. It was really a lot of fun. And I, you know what's actually was pretty cool too, Brandon and, and Dan is like, I got a chance to meet some of my other colleagues, like yeah. other actors and actresses that I hadn't had a chance not only to work with, or I'd been watching their movies or seen them on your show or seen them on other, you know, podcasts or other kind of, you know, talk shows and getting a chance to sit and, and just chat with them, have a bevy, have some food was kind of cool, you know? And they all seemed, they all were really down to earth people. I love that you say bevies. Yeah. It's just, just like it. You couldn't so, get away with it. He says it. it yeah, I, he says it in a way. I try to say bevies and people are like, stop trying so hard. <laughs> I'm like, just give me a bevy and I'll just, I'll settle down. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of things that are going sure. on. Um, what's the latest on uh, crossword mysteries? What's the, is that, is that still happening? Are we still doing that thing? I don't know. Your Man. word is, is mine. I haven't heard anything. Um, I talked to one of our other executive producers a few months ago and, and he had mentioned, you know, um, he was doing a lot of work with uh, GAC and some other networks, but he, uh, I don't know if he's doing a lot with Hallmark anymore. And he said, you know, you and Lacey, it's your show. So, um, you know, the fans, the fans really want to see more of them. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're, they're, you know, a lot of fun to make and they, you know, they keep the, the, keep the audience entertained, but I haven't heard a thing. I feel like Hallmark movies and mysteries is at a, an interesting like crossroads yeah. right now where, uh, don't like maybe they're moving away from the mystery series or what? Cause they're playing different types they're, of movies. They're not playing just mysteries. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, you know, since the new guards come in, I mean, it's, there's a lot of changes like with any business. I'm sure, you know, when somebody comes in, they, they see the, they see their business model and they want to try to explore other things. Hey man, it's beyond my pay grade. It is what it is. Um, I just know that, you know, you give what the fans want, you know? Yeah. So 
But I, I haven't heard anything. I mean, I know Lacey's on board to do it, and so am I. And obviously, more all of my heart. It's just for us. You know, we always want to work together because we get along so well. We, we know each other so well, and we're good friends. And so, um, whether it's that or an all of my heart for or something else, you know. Yeah. Um, all of my know. heart for, that's a possibility? Well, it's something Lacey and I have talked about. Lacey's really, really, really interested in kind of finalizing that chapter, kind of figuring out how to, how to end it the right way. Um, and that obviously I think that's, that's a series that she really, really cherished doing and enjoys doing. Um, and then with crossword, I, you know, but with both of those, I haven't heard a thing. So well, it's, to me, it's interesting because the, the movie, you know, there's almost three different fan bases in Hallmark and maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm wrong on this, but in your experience, there's the, the group that is a fan of an actor, right. Or an actress or whatever, like they're, they're, you know, Candace fans or Brennan fans or Lacey fans or Tyler fans. Right. Right. Then there's people that are, are, are fans of the Christmas movies or specific movies they want to see. And then there are the mystery fans. I mean, and some people like it all, but like these mystery fans are always clamoring for the next chapter of this, of this series. And absolutely. And, and, and Hallmark movies and mysteries doesn't do the same ratings that Hallmark channel does, but it seems like this is their bread and butter. It seems like these fans are ardent. They'll show up to watch the movies and, 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 and that's why it's, it, it tends to, to snowball. So it just seems like unless it's not doing well and all every time a crossword mysteries comes out, I feel like it's like it was number one in the ratings for whatever. It just, it just seems like you you're checking a lot of boxes here. You got actors. People want to see, you got a series that people are clamoring for and it's doing well in the ratings. I just, it's, I just it's doesn't seem like for me too, Dan, it's a no, it's a no brainer. You'd think that that would be kind of a recipe for continuing on that. You know, I know when crossword mysteries came, when they came to me and Lacey, um, I was shooting unreal, um, uh, for lifetime and they came to me at the hotel and they said they want to do five a year they wanted to do like 40 or 50 of these things much like the garage mystery garage yeah. sale mystery oh, wow and so that was kind of why i i got signed on to that i thought that might be a really cool and i thought the idea was interesting if we can kind of find a way to make it work which we you, you know we've discussed this before i think the la the the magician one the last two well the magician one was three and i think five the very last one i thought we kind of got on tracks and and found our voice a little bit um but like I said, I mean, I, you know, I don't, you know, I focus on the work and everything else is beyond my pay grade. And I just kind of, yeah. you know, I don't know. I really don't know what's going on. And that's, uh, that's Man, the four or five would be so cool, Brennan, because you, I know you, and I know you how like you, you like to dig into a character, but like just imagining getting to like grow your character for four oh, or five yeah. movies and you could open up the possibility of like a serial killer or or you know things that are cliffhangers and i think you would just eat that up i think we're watching yeah go ahead five or six series where i've had three or four years on a show and i mean there's nothing like being on a series that goes for a year two three four five whatever i mean obviously the longer the better um to really, really explore a role and find nuances and different things that, that are really exciting. I mean, Born Sagan on Cedar Cove lasted three years. Imagine what we, we could have discovered and written and, and produced and created if we had another couple of years. You know, you never know where these things go. And so, um, we'll see. But speaking like un and Unreal, like I watched it. At some point, I jumped off the wagon with Unreal. But I think the first, yeah. se I think the first season of Unreal is unreal really great television that's my only season that i really got behind as far as what i felt was the best season was number one it yeah, was sure. so good and you start off as this kind of comic relief of this of this host 
who is so funny. It just, I mean, the timing is great. But then we start to build your character in the show. Yeah. And so did you know that when you signed on, did you know you were going to get to build a character and be more involved? Or did you think you were just in there to be that classic, like, host of the, sh you know, like, you were just the perfect, like, quintessential, like, host of, of one of these ridiculous Bachelor-esque games. I think shows. they wanted it to be some sort of, just, you know, that archetype, that stereotype, yeah. that kind of plastic whatever yeah. and i was only signed on to do the first few episodes and i think they were testing the waters to see because it was an important kind of foil for the lead ladies and all the cast and i took it as an opportunity to to, to create a, a real human being as opposed to and if they want to let me go then so be it but um i had a lot of fun i remember after the first season i had a lot of fun playing it and then they you know where do you go right where yeah. do you go with him where's yeah. where i'm gonna go and i and the fans loved him and and uh he became kind of this cult kind of character that everybody yeah. loved and hated and loved to hate and everything yeah. else he kind of developed certain stuff. Uh, there's a lot of scenes that were cut, you know, there was stuff where I would have one-on-one -on -one interviews with the cast and every time Graham did a one-on-one -on -one interview, he thought if he was, if he played the, the interviewer different, wore glasses, maybe a different outfit, he might, someone would see it, he'd become famous, Silver <laughs> would hire him. Like he had this kind of, it was all about him, Dude, you know? I'm and, telling you right now, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Bran, like you would look forward to scenes with the Graham character in it. And I, that was before I knew who you were. I'm, I'm not, you know, we, I love you, man. But like, this was just like, I didn't know that you were Brennan Elliott. Like, I'm just watching the show with my wife and you would look forward to these things because you just never knew like it was this thing that was happening uh, within this. A lot of this. fun playing them, man. Had uh, a lot of fun. It yeah. was a blast. And so. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. So I, but just, I do agree. The first season was, I think, I think for some reason that season just had maybe because it was a fresh concept, but it really, really kind of was on, it had, we were on our, we were on the track and it was kind of moving. And then, you know, you try different things and some worked, some parts of it worked and some parts of it didn't, but you know, the producers, the cast, the crew, everybody was really cool. And it, look, it wasn't on, it was a different show, obviously. It's not some of the Hallmark stuff that I've done in the past. It's a totally different thing. It's a lot darker. It's a lot, but um, I just, you know, as an artist and as an actor, I find I find fun in everything, no matter what we're doing. There's always something enjoyable about it. And if it's not, I'll definitely let someone know. I don't want to do that. It's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, since we last talked to you, you have uh, two new uh, Hallmark movies, one and really within the last month and a half of each other, uh, one being opened by Christmas, which was uh, which we'll get to, and then The Perfect Pairing, which just aired. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about them real quick. Open by Christmas sure. was interesting because it uh, really put the relationship on the back burner to to a certain extent With and Sweeney and her friend or yeah, sister a friend yeah a friend. and focused on that friend group which was different interesting yeah uh so talk about that uh movie a little bit and what it was like for you to kind of play a a different type of role from a it's not maybe the most important storyline in the movie it's maybe the, the sure. second most important one I mean, the reason, I mean, when they brought it to me, I mean, I think I had 20 scenes in the whole movie, yeah. you know, I mean, it's yeah. my smallest role. I think I'd done since episode three of unreal or something. I mean, it was really small. And I thought, well, I'm not even in this, but what I liked was the fact that I was playing this character that was so different. I would never get cast of it in any other light. It was just wallflower kind of emotionally impotent, nerdy kind of insecure guy that I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. And I liked the idea of the, of the, you know, long lost love from high school and the, and, and that whole idea, um, and decided, you know, I just came off, I think doing 
can't remember what I was doing before that, and I was kind of wiped out. And I thought, well, this will be fine. I won't have to carry the movie. And and Allison and Erica Durant, it was kind of more their movie. And so I signed on to do it and ended up having a blast. But it was more because I just felt the story was interesting, but also and a little bit out of the box, to be honest. But I, I liked the character. I wish the character had more to do, but it is what it is. You know, it was a very different character for you. And it was, I, it totally. was, fu- it was funny. It was a fun, it was a funny bit. And you're just kind of this goofy dude, um, you know, selling yeah. houses. And I, I, I thought it worked really well. I, at some point I remember watching that movie going, how has Allison Sweeney not put together that this is the guy? Like, how is she not yeah. like, that was my one thing with that movie was it's like, you know, at some point, two plus two equals four, guys. Like, at some and point. Unfortunately, I think a lot of the fans already, when they saw my name attached to, to the movie with her, are going to know that I'm going to be the guy. That, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not rocket science. And I know that a lot of these kinds of Hallmark movies kind of, there's a level of fantasy and, and, and you know, illusion you have to accept. You know, yeah. I mean, there's certain things that happen. You just go, that would never happen. Well, in the Hallmark universe, that's kind of what the fans yeah. want to see. For sure. But there were moments in that movie where I was like, that the fans are going to know this within two minutes. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I'll try to be, I'll try to sell it, but I don't know how well, I'll be able to. To be fair, there was a movie this season, Brandon Elliott, where stand up comedian George Lopez plays a bellhop and he just gets two scenes and there's nothing, anything else to it. Wow. George Lopez, George Lopez, the Latin Kings of comedy, George Lopez had his own sitcom in syndication. Yeah. He shows up for two scenes. It never amounts to anything. He leaves. I don't know why he, like, I still am baffled by that. So like, you know, well, I, I, I want to make this very clear. I, I, you know, if I could do a movie and do as little as possible and, and it, that, that's fine for me, as long as it tells a story, I wasn't yeah. looking for more scenes. It just, it was the smallest role I'd played, which was refreshing and fun. I mean, I'm at, I think I had like seven or eight days off in the whole movie. So I didn't have to do a lot of carry, carry, do a lot of heavy lifting, but, but you're right. It was a, a character that is very out of the box. It would be somebody that I probably would not have been thought of for in the beginning. Um, uh, and I actually, like the, the fact of having to play something that didn't, you know, he doesn't have any, he's not a suave Don Juan. He doesn't have an ability. There's no confidence around the ladies. He's kind of a wallflower. He's very insecure and he's very fearful and he's been holding and pining for the scroll for yada, yada, yada. And I found that little element really interesting to play. But yeah, I mean, I think also too, there's a little bit, and I've seen some of these movies, even with Tyler and Andrew, like they're little pieces where you'll do a scene or two for everybody's movies, you know, like you'll yeah. be the lead so I don't know where the, the network's going or how they're doing with casting or what. I just, I mean, you know, I had an old acting teacher in New York who said, you know, you do your role and you get everything you have and everything else is out of your pay grade, you know? Yeah. I, you know, you mentioned you got seven or eight days off, 15 day shoot. I'm assuming is yeah. that, was that t- like you're used to getting in there and for 15 straight days, a hundred some pages, like you're just, was it, no was it hard to shift gears? Was it hard to just like, shift down or did you enjoy being like all right i got a full day today and then the next day i enjoyed it yeah i enjoyed it. i mean i had done 24 23 24 movies you know maybe it's always been three four five a year you know this i've been working pretty steadily in the last 15 20 years non-stop and this was the first job where i thought i remember i had a wednesday to tuesday off oh wow wow so i had like a whole weekend so i did a little you know couldn't do any gallivanting around or do anything crazy because obviously it was still COVID, pretty right. serious over there but you know, I'm going to go and grab some some food, maybe go for a run, hit, a, hit the gym, just watch some old Netflix movies, watch some stuff that, you know, I'm a big documentary fan and I had a list of stuff. So I, I enjoy any time I get 
a little bit of a break, I take advantage of it because I know how hard I'm going to try to work when I don't have a break. And a, know, be- a bevy or two, a bevy or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got to sneak in a bevy. Was that the movie with the title with the and and you had the questions about he that so tiling? so uh, you, uh, in the in the credits it says and Brennan Elliott. Yeah. Um, did, was that a request from you or was that part of the idea of the script is to be like Brennan Elliott's in the movie and they're just trying to hide the fact of his importance of being the long lost love. I, no, I mean, usually I, I think so. I think it's a part of that maybe, you know, but I, I'm not the kind of guy when I'm negotiating a movie, I'm not going to be a stickler for ego and be like, no, it's gotta be. And like, and you know, like yeah. I it's usually a lot of actors want to have, you know, certain billing. I'm not, you know, look, I know what these movies are the leads of the women and that's the way the role, you know, that's the way yeah. the ball bounces, man. And if you, if your ego gets in the way of that, you're in the wrong network. You got to just understand it's the way it is. Yeah. You know, women are the stars. These, and they, and they have their lead companions and you got to just put your ego at the door and, and give the network what they want. And that's your job. And, and this one, obviously it was, I think I was fourth build, yeah. third build maybe, but, and it was, and Brennan Elliott, which is a compliment. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to, it's cool. Um, but it's Allison and Erica's movie and, and I was just happy to be a part of it. And, and, and hopefully some of the fans Well, I just like, and is like a classic, like, you know, and Christopher Walken, you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, and, and Fred Willard and humbled and, and then, and not try to, I'm not trying to, you know, make it sound more than it is, but it is kind of cool to, to have those kinds of credits when it does happen. Cause sometimes it means that, you know, you, you have a name enough that at the end when it says, and someone's going to watch it and that, and all the fans were. They came out in droves, and they really watched the movie and enjoyed it, and that's all That's all we're doing here. Uh, and then The Perfect Pairing, we just watched it. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't mean, get you a, a copy. I couldn't even get my manager a copy, <laughs> if you can believe that. <laughs> we called the producers, but with everything that was going on, I couldn't get it in time, dude. Nah, so, man, no, 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 no worries. We always try to get a screener because it just makes it easier for us to get everything totally. done. But, you know, we I, I know. just watched it on Saturday myself. So it's, uh, it's really something. It's just like one of those things where you put in a request for a screener, and they're like, not done yet. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> and it's like the day of, and I'm like, all right, well, but good you're luck. Like, you're like, but it's already aired. It's already is that we uh, it already aired last night. I, what do you mean it's not we're done? We're still not done with it yet, but we're airing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh. I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? I mean, well, you got you filmed this a year ago. Yeah. And so that I think I filmed it when Christ came off the cross. <laughs> um, <laughs> or 1988, maybe. That's right, no, yeah. it was we shot it in March. Yeah. And it was in the midst of, and you know, you, you and I are, we're, we're friends, so I can say this, but it was COVID hell in yeah. Ontario. It was staged <laughs> at a point where everything was locked down, like McDonald's, you had to basically go through drive through I mean, it was, it was rough and there was nothing to do and it was cold and it was, but it was a great crew. And then a lot of guys got COVID because it was just the time we were in. And yeah. so we had to shut down oh. and then we came back, I think in June and picked up. Oh, Wow. Oh my goodness. Three or four scenes. We filmed all day. And then I think we had one scene the next day that the daughter and, and, and as was in and I was on a plane out, but, and then we finished it up. Did you have to double quarantine or or was that after quarantines weren't required anymore? That was after quarantines were not required. Cause that would have been really something for two weeks, man, quarantine for two weeks before we started. And it was, you know, it was, uh, you know, like when I, I kept saying in social media, it was a labor of love because we had to, a lot of people had to go through a lot of stuff to get that movie finished. But testament to the network and everybody else just being patient and trying to, you know, 
create another piece of content that the fans can enjoy. But yeah, it was shot dude, a year ago almost. Which yeah. is wild because, you know, we hear stories. I mean, we heard a story from uh, Chris where they filmed the movie. They started it after Thanksgiving and it aired that Christmas. And so, like, to hear a movie that's been in the can, can for a year, like, that a year is an eternity for Hallmark. Yeah. I mean, that's a well, long and time. And what's funny is that movie... I think they did a little blurb about it or earlier, like when the movie was shooting or it got announced like early in last year. Yeah. And um, then we never heard anything more about it. And then Lifetime put out a movie called Ice Wine Christmas this this holiday season. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I watched that. And uh, now I really feel like I, I, I know a lot about Ice Wine and nothing at the same time. Uh, but I will say this, man. Best of the Ice Wine movies. So you got oh. that going for you. Hey. Best of the juice that gives you diabetes. Mm -hmm. What what is what is ice wine? Um, and <laughs> how is it served? How is it served? Is it served cold? Yes. Okay. Okay. It should be served cold. Somebody texted me today after listening to our episode and was like, "Ice wine's not served cold." I was like, "It's got ice in the freaking name." And they're like, "No, it's just ice wine because of the grapes." You know I, maybe it's preference. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I remember I, I actually went and did research for a weekend with a guy that makes wine and makes ice wine up here in LA and California up in the Napa area. And cause I had extra time cause of COVID I had a couple of weeks before we ended up starting filming and, and he told me that you can do it either way, but the way to really taste really good ice wine is to make sure it's cold. You know, the glass is cold, it's chilled. Um, but it's so sweet, man. Like I remember the guy that plays my dad, Art Hindle, he came over one afternoon. We were just sitting there having, having some lunch and, and uh, I had a bottle of, and that ice wine actually Hallmark makes that. Yeah. They have a wine guy that oh, makes they, that. Yeah. They let you know. And it's tasty. It's, it's excellent. I'm not trying to be a Homer here, but it is excellent, but it's very, very sweet. Like, yeah. and so Oof. Art took it, took it and he goes, Oh, I can't have any more of that. I go in he goes, well, I don't want to walk out of here with diabetes, <laughs> <laughs> which I found just hilarious. Cause it is sweet. Yeah. And then you add a couple cookies to it and you're basically, I mean, I don't even, I mean, that was the sweetest, pairing you know no no pun intended well, but yeah. I, I felt like you guys were trying cookies in the movie as much as wine there was a lot <laughs> of know. cookie tasting in this film like i you, wouldn't put cookies and wine together but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. maybe cheesecake and ice wine is, is a good mix but but anyway it was it was yeah it was a lot of fun and and uh you know in canada we make a lot of ice wine in canada anyway because we're so cold climate and they do it yeah. a lot in europe when i did christmas in vienna we had some ice wine we were in austria which was absolutely ridiculously good. Um, and, uh, you know, Hallmark made some pretty good ice one. Actually, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah I feel like I got to try it. It's just so far removed from anything South I, Carolina. Yeah. Like, we would never even totally. like, do ice wine. Like, we couldn't even I think still can't wrap my mind around it, really. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that maybe you did some research, maybe you'll know. But uh, early on in the movie, uh, someone comes and you're like, hey, the ice wine glasses came. Are there special glasses just for ice wine? And why yeah, is it special? Smaller. I guess they're smaller and a little wider. Like not what? Sorry, they're small. They, they almost look like. Um, is it like a bulb? Like a like a little tulip yeah, bulb? Yeah, a little bit. A yeah. little bit. I think that's just for the the process of the taste and the smell and whatever. But it's all about the grapes and how they have to be frozen. And and when they're in that frozen and condensed place, when you squeeze them, you get a much more concentrated sweet. Uh, wine and then through the fermenting process it's much sweeter i think that's the kind of principle i mean look th this is physics and science at its best i mean i don't even i didn't get into all that but uh it's a it's an it's an art form for sure and um you know i, I think 
personally, I just stick to the Pinot Noirs myself. Yeah. But, well, I mean, yeah. you're, you're in a good spot for it in California. I, I will say, um, so I really loved you and Nazneen together. I thought mm-hmm. you guys were great together. She, oh, she's wonderful. Uh, she was in a movie last Christmas um, as well, 2020 Christmas. Um, yeah, she's in Winter Getaway. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. she did that too. Oh, she was in Winter Getaway. She's been in a bunch lately. Um, yeah. I thought you two were great. Amnesia storyline, like that was, that was a hard sell for me. Um, but you two were great. Like you two like seem to really be bringing your a game and that's even more impressive considering how you shot it. You shut down, had to shoot some more. Um, can you tell me about the ice wine tasting room? Like how they constructed that? What was going on there? Like, I don't know if that, that wine, that vineyard that we were at was Perry Estates. They, They make, I believe they make the Inniskillen wines and they had an ice room. I don't know. I don't think it was built for the show. It might've been, but I remember that was, it was like minus 30 degrees in that thing. Wow. It was cold. And I, we made it look like maybe it wasn't as cold, but it was, it was, it was cold. And we only had maybe two takes. Really? To, we were at like about 11 PM and we had to, to wrap up cause we were getting, you know, we we're getting close to the clock ending and we didn't want to go into it much overtime. And that scene was cold. And then the very finale scene um, was so windy and so cold that, I mean, I mean, I, it must have been minus thirty or forty in that too, no. and we only had one take on that. Wow! So, because um, we we something happened with the lights and we and the wind was blowing over a lot of our camera equipment, oh and we were like, we're only gonna have one take here. So, wow! Now, boy. now I maybe 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 you've done this before, but if you if it's if it's cold, uh, you're in upstate New York for this movie uh, allegedly, and you get in a convertible with the top down. Yeah. If you just bump the heat up, you're good. Cause uh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I I've never done it. I didn't know if it was a thing. So I've just, <laughs> I guess some people have done it. I mean, like when I lived in Calgary and you know, if it got to like plus 10 or something, you might throw down the old I rock, you know, and bring <laughs> yeah. back the old top, you what know, the boys about. would bring out the I rock and try to like, you know, be cool and i'd always be freezing in the back with my eyelids stuck to the top of my head going this is ridiculous but um and they blast the heat and the old bobby brown soundtrack yeah. and I, you'd think that'd be cool but no we actually were stationary and we, we had a green screen and it was actually a lovely day um and uh we weren't really driving obviously I'd, right it, but uh i mean it was cool it was still was it was a lovely day. it was still cold but it wasn't as bad as, as some of the other things but yeah it was like as cold as that ice cream or as cold as the last day and we had to, 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 to drive in that, that scene would have a different element. I yeah. don't know if romance would be the first <laughs> color. I think it might be like, get me the hell out of here. That's right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. to be clear, I knew it was clearly fake, but yeah. I, but the, the logistics behind it actually happening, like it was an idea. Obviously this guy uh, in this movie said, Hey, putting the moves on, I'm going to do convertible. Heat uh, on. Just trust me. Bump the yeah. heat, and I got hot chocolate, and we're good. And I'm just thinking, I don't think you are. <laughs> I don't think you are good. But I wasn't. No. What I should have said is, you trust me? I got a green screen in the back. We're going to sit in it, and hopefully I'm going to get a little lip action, and That's we're right. good. Hopefully we're going to get a little lip action. Exactly right. A little lip action. I love it. That's what I'm talking about. Um, what else? Uh, give us a little something to look forward to. Is there anything on the horizon that you're allowed to tease out? That maybe well, that you're I'm a little supposed to do about? a couple, uh, couple Hallmark movies this year. Okay. We're trying to find the right ones. Yeah, that's what they want to do. So um, I'll do a couple of those. Um, and there's a couple of the projects that are not on Hallmark that, that are up in the air, and we're just kind of 
seeing where all that plays out. It's been, uh, you know, it's still in the middle of January, so things right. are still flushing themselves out. But, but so, you know me, someone calls, I'll uh, pick up the phone and try to create some some uh, some entertainment. You know, some the, gr- the grind doesn't stop. We had one year without a Christmas movie, a, a Brendan Elliott Christmas movie, and that was that was a tough year for the fans, for all of us. So, yeah, I didn't do one in two thousand and nineteen. Nineteen, that's right. Yeah, and then you were back Which, with uh, Christmas in Vienna in twenty, and then twenty one opened by Christmas. Uh, and yeah. then we did uh, Christmas at Grand Valley in 18. You did that one. Yeah. Um, those are We've been doing the pod since 18, so those are the ones we've seen. I mean, we may have seen some ones before them, but those are the ones we've seen. Are we? Are you, you feel good about that? You feel good about a, Chris, a Brendan Elliott Christmas movie? I know it's early, I, 2022. I think, I think they'll definitely probably want me to do a Christmas movie. I mean, you know, knock on wood. Yeah. I enjoy making them, you know. Um, a Christmas movie. Uh, there's a couple other conventions they want me to go to this year too, which which I I, I think I will sign on because I had such a good time, you know, when I was in Jersey. We may, I thought that was we may be at a few of those too, Brennan. You never can tell. Can. Well, then we definitely have to go out and get a burger. I like it. A burger and a bevy. Pizza. A bevy. Burger burger and a bevy with the boys. I love it. That's that's that should be the name of a book. <laughs> that's the thing we're that's the thing we're writing. I'm here for it. I just want to say I I don't really want to live. In a world where Brendan Elliott's not doing at least one homework movie a year, I mean, I will still live in that world, obviously, but I don't want to, and so I'm 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 relieved to know that I'm going to get hopefully two this year. That makes my heart happy. I, I, I would like to, you know, I'm pretty relaxed with everything. I just accept what it, you know what the universe brings. But I I it'd be pretty hard pressed not to see me in something hopefully this year. But. I might have, you know, worn out my welcome. Who knows, man? <laughs> they, they no heard, way. They heard no this way. convertible bit, and they're like, enough of that. Enough of that we, guy. Yeah, we'd want to burn into more movies, but did you see him driving a car with one of our ladies at minus 40 thinking that was cool? And he asked her, that ain't going to work for me. Hey, Hallmark, that's on you. You he, signed off on they, that. They played New Radicals. He asked for New Edition. He asked for New Edition. They played the wrong. I wanted on to them. play Tom Cochran's Life is a Highway, but they didn't want to do that. <laughs> Logistics, that have been logistics yeah. behind that scene. Uh, is that song playing and you're singing along to it, or are you just or no? They would start it whenever we were sitting down. They would start it. Yeah. We would listen to it off camera because we wanted to sing it. I didn't know the song because it's been. Well, I knew the song. Yeah, but right. It had been like, dude, it'd been yeah. so long. Twenty five I mean, years. I was in theater school when that thing came out. So I was like, gosh, this is forever. And we had a choice of a few songs. I don't remember the other two because they, were, I think, they were horrible. <laughs> but this one was was sure. manageable, and we didn't. You know, we didn't want they didn't want us to know the lyrics so well because that's kind of <laughs> cheesy. So we listened to it a few times, and then they would go cut on the music, and then we'd pretend that we continued to sing the song, um, and then they would play it and backtrack when they didn't post. So, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, Nazi and I had a great time. You know, uh, she's a lovely lady, and and uh, you know, it's it's always hit and miss with sometimes with with chemistry. You never know. You never know who you're gonna connect with or not. And they pump so many of these out that it, I'm just glad that i get a chance to work with some pretty lovely ladies so i'm pretty cool well i feel like we have pretty good chemistry brennan that's and that right makes me happy we do actually better than probably any of the stars i've worked with so <laughs> that's right you hear that somebody. Lacey? you hear that Lacey? listen this is new hallmark baby that's right let's do something pal yeah. <laughs> why can't there be a hallmark movie with with the two leads or men just a bunch that's of right. a bunch of dudes just that's hanging right. out let's do this you thing know, i know they're doing the whole you know with the two two male uh you know the whole gay couples and all that stuff which i think is rad but even just a couple of guys that are brothers or something, and maybe they're like the two leads in a movie. Burgers, bevies with the boys. With the boys. Hallmark, call Burger, us. Burgers, Let's do bevies. this. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I just, Burgers, bevies, and the boys, Noel. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, this is yeah. what I want. This is yeah. listen, Brennan. I want you to promise me this. You say I'm gonna. I'll do your two, but only <laughs> if one of them is burgers, bevies. With listen, the boys. I'm surprised by this point. You guys haven't had a cameo. No. Oh man, no, no. we hear that all the time. Work, I gotta. I'm gonna work on that. I'm saying, listen, we gotta get these guys in a cameo. Maybe I walk into a coffee shop. And oh just yeah, a, we're here for it. Make it, make it happen. Brennan, I do love the point. idea of Brennan going, listen, I got to provide for my family and this is my <laughs> occupation. However, I'm putting my foot down. You don't make a movie yeah. called burgers yeah. bevies with the boys. Yeah. I'm not going to work on your channel anymore. Yeah. That's a yeah. bold move, Brennan. And I cannot co-sign that move for you, but no. you, you do no. it if you want. <laughs> And they'll probably come back and say, no, we're thinking on more scenes with convertible cars. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to change that and to a without. <laughs> but I think if I'm in a car with the girl and it's a convertible and in the very, very back, you three guys just pop up. I mean, dude, that'd be rad. We're, we're, ha we're handing you drinks. She doesn't yeah. know we're there. We're helping you out. That's right. It's a, and it's a, like, it's so cold. She thinks it's hot chocolate, but she doesn't know. It's a Cyrano de Bergiac situation. We're all, <laughs> we're all giving you lines, Brennan. Oh, yeah. God, that'd be legend. That'd be just hilarious. <laughs> I love this. Let's keep, let's keep uh, brainstorming this one. Uh, let's do a, a rapid fire and let's then uh, be on our way. We'll each ask you three questions about anything and everything. And you got to sure. answer them. Dan? The coldest day as a kid in Canada you remember. Coldest temperature day. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, it wasn't when I was a kid, but I will tell you the coldest day I've ever experienced. I did a movie called The Curse of Chucky about that little doll. Yeah, yeah you did. Doll. And my best death scene of all time. Um, and the day we did it, we had to cancel filming because it was minus 72. Dude, it was on CNN. It's as cold as Mars. <laughs> I threw my coffee out of my window and it went. <laughs> no. <laughs> Swear on my kids, man. Minus 72. And, the, the, and this was in Winnipeg, which we call Winterpeg. And my old man is from uh, about three hours east or well, west of there, actually. It's west of there. And they have some bitter, bitter, bitter winters, man. Like, it's not even funny. And you'd see... But they have a lot of native Indian um, tribes and stuff and on the outskirts of town. And these guys are tough. I saw guys walking around in minus 72 with a T-shirt, flip-flops, and shorts. Stop it. I swear, just walking around. Yeah. As, you know? as soon as you're as cold as on another planet, <laughs> you got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. That's not that's not a, a livable situation. I, this is, like, ridiculous. I'm going to get killed by a one-and-a-half-foot doll and I, it's minus 72 yeah. like what am i doing here with my life where's my career going that's right yeah maybe that business degree and a and a cubicle isn't so yeah. bad after it's all maybe going to be mars. a lawyer wasn't a was a, was a good idea cold as mars Jeez, what a headline um that makes me think of this question if you had the opportunity to go to space and spend some time there would you do it no because i hate flying wow okay yeah, that, that's a pretty big hangup. My brother's a pilot. I've always just, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, flying is, oh, I'm better now than I used to be. I'm, I, let me regress. I'm better now. I can fly and I'm fine. But there was a time there from probably my late teens to early 30s where you get me on a plane, there were some things that uh, were in my bag that was going to have to help me get that's there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Any turbulence. And I think I was young. You need to be in control of everything. And, and I think that was what made me fearful of it. So going up into space in a tube. Um, <laughs> Hard not. I'll let uh, William Shatner do that. Because right. he's 90 
if something blows up, he's, he's already had a good life. YOLO. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but so I'll pass, even though the concept and the idea of it sounds rad. Well, but, you get to say it the rest of your life. I've been to space. I think that's the yeah. only positive. I right? imagine get it, being there is dope, but it's like getting, getting there. there. Yeah. If there was a, if it's like a three and a half month journey, knock me out for three and a half months. Wake me up when I'm there. Like yeah. the movie alien, you hibernate. Yeah. 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 Put me on planet let me swing a golf club or i don't know <laughs> and then get me back on and knock me out again and i can always tell friends so what'd you do with your weekend well you might oh you, oh, you did oh you had a baby oh that's wonderful <laughs> oh i went to space and hung out on the moon and played golf yeah so uh what do you got now anything right. else what's you want to say yeah yeah what's your kid's name doesn't really matter <laughs> that's right that's exactly right yeah, fun with that <laughs> you you mentioned lawyer if you're you weren't an actor what would you be what would what would be the brennan elliott occupation backup plan I've asked, I've been asked that so many times. Um, I wouldn't be a lawyer. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, disrespect to my own lawyer, but um, you know, with what I've, you know, obviously my wife's gone through some illnesses and stuff. I probably wanted to, I would want to be in a, a doctor in cancer research or something. I would want to just do, I would want to do something that helps the world in some way, not just talk about it. Love you it. know, and I'm not saying that that's the only way. I mean, I have a lot of friends of mine that do a lot of stuff for, for certain types of movements and charities and I have a lot of respect for them. And so, I don't know, something that might be like a doctor or something, maybe I, although I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of dumb as nails. I'm not really an educated, I'm not an education guy. I'm more of a, you know, that's why I'm in the theater. Street smarts, Brennan, street I'm a street, smarts. You know, yeah. My alphabet's emotion, not, you know what I mean? So, but uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe that a teacher of some sort, something that you can always walk away feeling like, okay, I gave back somehow, you know, like made people back. Uh, what's the most recent TV show or movie that you watched that you would recommend to me to talk? I'm going to tell you guys something outside of your podcast. Honestly, I am addicted to ghost adventures. Yeah, dude. He loves it. Friggin' dude, love ghost. Adventures, I'm telling man. you something right now. I, um, I have, I'm a big documentary. I like, like true crime. I like yeah. stuff that's all, you know, like, cause we live in a world of fantasies half the time. And when you get it, something really gritty and real, it's cool. I mean, I would watch stuff like the Ted Bundy tapes, you know, like yeah. stuff like that. Right. And a buddy of mine turned me on to this ghost adventure. He's into the paranormal and I never really was. And I started watching it. I think my wife's like, maybe we need a divorce because I haven't <laughs> seen a week or two. Cause I just sit there and watch this stuff on, I mean, it's just amazing. Like, I told my manager, I said, we should do a movie where I play Zach Bagans. <laughs> and he goes, who's that? And I go, you're fired. Yeah, that's right. right. Get out of here. If you don't know Zach Bagans, you're not alive. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think, yeah, that's a show I'm into right now. Dude, and that's I mean, crazy. I'm cheesy as it is. Dan and I, uh, we've watched some good. We have. Typically in a hotel room. But <laughs> for something, there's something about a hotel room that makes you watch things that you wouldn't normally watch. Yeah. Like Ghost I Adventures. fan. I'm a big UFC fan. Oh, okay. Panda's a big oh, UFC fan. I've missed the UFC since 97. Wow. So whenever I go away to film, I go to a hotel. I always, the first thing out of my mouth is Wi-Fi. And can I make sure I can watch the fights? Do you guys have a bar around here or a restaurant? Or can I just use my iPad? But I, I have to when it's on. That's my, that's my unplug from the business candy is... Fantastic. Is there was a fight uh, Christmas con weekend, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big fight I Christmas con. Yeah. Panda yeah, yeah. was like trying to figure out a way to. Panda's a huge He's UFC a huge fan. M uh, oh, yeah. Well, Andrew Walker and everybody was downstairs having some food and stuff, and I went right up to my room. They're like, "What are you doing?" I'm going, "I'm gonna watch UFC. I'll see you guys in about three hours." And when I came down, they were still there. That's there great. Oh so, yeah, and I'm a big UFC fan. So, um, I, 
I want to. I have two questions, and one's a serious one, which is no fun, and it's only serious for me. But I'm going to yeah. ask this one instead, Brennan. Um, you got a Hawaiian shirt on. You got yeah. a, dark, a dark ball cap on. Yeah. You're a mustache away from a pretty great Magnum PI right now. Oh. Like, I I feel like it, we right. could like would could you ever do it? You think? Could you oh, ever? Totally. Re, re, I would love it. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? My I. Uh, yeah, this this was from Hawaii because my wife and I were talking about maybe going to Hawaii, so I put it on and it's colorful and it's been really bad weather here and I just thought I wanted a little sprightly, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I remember when they had the auditions; they were having they were auditioning guys for it when it came out, the new TV series, yeah. the Magnum. Still on? Maybe it's canceled. Um, and uh, I was I, I wasn't available or something, and I was going to put something on. TV. Anyway, it didn't happen. Anyway, they went obviously they went with uh, some other guy, and I think they went they wanted to go ethnic. Anyway, make a long story short, I was a huge fan of the old Magnum P.I. Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. You know? Pulled off. Um, yeah, the first thing you would do with that role is get that mustache going. Come on, get man. That, yeah. The stash would be great. I would love that. Hey, the stash and a convertible old like car. I mean, I mean, let's go. Oh, I will yeah. say also, if, you know, uh, Burgers, Bevies, and the boys takes off, yeah. I think we all do need to stash up for that. I think. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys can grow really good beards. I can't grow a good beard. My beard gets, I mean, it's good until I can grow it. And then it's got to get to that like mid stage. And once it passes that, it's good. It's, it's soft. It's, yeah. it works for me. I got a buddy of mine, like within 12 hours, he can grow like a full on like beard, you know, That's wild. and it grows beautifully and it's, and I can't do it. So, but you know, you know I, we're all real guys. I don't need to wake up and shave my face for you, you pretty boys. Oh, no, just, no, no. We don't shave. That's why I have a beard. That's not right. To shave. I don't want to shave. Uh, Come on. Um, all right. The Magnum PI made me think of this. What is a show that hasn't been rebooted yet, but that you would be pro rebooting? Oh, man. A show that I would. Remember Manimal? Manimal. I don't remember Manimal, but there I'm looking it up right like, now. Manimal, where this guy would change into animals or something i just I, I was talking to a buddy of mine about that like a couple weeks ago that was oh, really wow like, one, i mean one I season in 1983 yeah. you know what show i love you guys are younger than me but um i used to watch a show called bizarre like the old comedy shows like that was kind of a sketch comedy before snl was even well snl was around but it was kind of that kind of thing i think those are fun oh yeah but, but if i had to really do a show and I think you could even do it on Hallmark with all of my heart. It was an idea that I had that obviously got canned. <laughs> but I would love to do a show like a Love Boat. Ooh. Like the old Love Boat show. But it's all the it's, – it's like we – Lacey and I, it's all about our inn. Oh, but cool. But we bring guests. And sometimes we bring other cast members that are actually stars in the network. And they come in. And it, a mystery ensues where we got to solve – much like the, the Love Boat. That sounds like it would be a joy to watch. It would be a joy, and it would be, I think, a monster hit because you'd have other Hallmark stars on there, and obviously everybody loves that kind of, you know, we'd obviously probably have a baby by then or something, but it would all be this kind of, we could combine the mystery and the Alma Heart together and make kind of like a, a love boat, but it's on an end type Man, that's idea. fun. I like that a lot. Make it a but, show. Make it a show. Come on, Brennan. I, I'll say, going back to the what our, our very first conversation about the mystery, I, I just think... Let's just do. We're watching Science Seal delivered for the first time right now. Let's just do TV shows. Like, why are we making these? I don't understand. Two it. hour long boys. Like, let's just do you a know, show. 
I don't either. I mean, I had, I had, I had an, an idea for them that didn't pan out for other reasons. It wasn't the network. They really wanted to do it called stay at home dad about a private detective father and his daughter. And she's the genius and he's the idiot and they solve crime. And I thought it was, it would have been a sure so It's a great idea. That's so uh, good. Who wouldn't tune idea in? Where Lacey and I were thinking about bringing people to the inn and like kind of a love boat type idea, which I think is good. But you know, you, you give these ideas and you just kind of wait and see what kind of happens. But yeah, I think a series like like Science Seal delivered. I, I mean, every movie it, that, that's a series. It should be a series. So yeah. should so should Mystery One Hundred and One, and then Crossroad Mysteries, and whatever else you want to do. You can make series television, and they have one calls the heart. They had, you know, obviously Chesapeake Shores. I but think they need a new series on there. What's wild is is that like even like the British model of having six episodes in a season. Who wouldn't tune in six straight Sundays for six straight Crossword Mysteries that has mysteries every week but also has a, a a serialized component to it absolutely the last for a season and you can't tell me that's not also cost effective for the network listen I, you're speaking my language i would think that that would be an idea that's it's a no-brainer but uh you know i don't know i don't know i mean they maybe their business model is different they don't want to do that i mean i'm not sure i know i heard an idea that there is a serious idea that they have coming out um i think the cast is a little little younger um uh, characters i'm not sure exactly but i mean the idea of them not being able to do a series is falls falls on deaf ears because they've already had two successful series yeah. cedar Cole is successful and our most success with crossword i mean look flower shop mysteries same thing i mean he did three and then it's over i mean there was an audience there for that even though we hadn't gotten on our legs on our on the track with that idea yet i think but i mean if you did when we did the back-to-back crosswords that was the closest we had two back to back and the numbers were through the roof yeah yeah so it did really really well because i think the audience was like oh this next weekend okay watch this watch that weekend and yeah because i think that's how people are wired at home that watch tv they would rather be able to go okay i got 22 straight weeks of watching right anatomy or or the good doctor or whatever why can't you do that on this level too so i'm saying uh, man that's something i would like to do i mean i'd love to just do a series again i mean even with with unreal it was so much fun to know that you could watch 10 straight weeks yeah. and see, see the buffoonery before you, you know? Yes. Yeah, of course. Guy, guy, we got great ideas. Uh, I hope somebody at Hallmark's listening Come on, to this because this has been a great. We've got the burgers, the, uh, the, Bevies the, and, the Bevies and the boys. That's just a knockout. I mean, We've got great mystery ideas. I love I mean, how you throw that in with the real ones. Well, like, just like, you know. I, I don't know what you guys are thinking about it, but <laughs> like. His next idea is Dan the Man at Christmas. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go home and journal about this. You so. are. Do it. So, Isn't that journal? Uh, Brennan, it was so good to see you, buddy. This is always so, so much fun. Guys. Um, I, I, I hope that we get to do this again. Uh, not, not, too, not too far away. Anytime. Anytime, you know. You're the best, man. Thanks, Thank buddy. you so much, as always. Really appreciate Happy it. Happy belated uh, New Year, guys, okay? You Thanks, too. Man. May we be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Check the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast Network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com.